Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I am your host, Eric Christensen, pharmacist, board certified in pharmacotherapy and geriatrics. Uh, thanks so much for listening today. Uh, you can track me down at LinkedIn and connect with me there. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, I'm fairly active there, as well as uh, email me at mededucation101 at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any suggestions, comments, anything like that, um, definitely don't uh, hesitate to reach out like the uh, gentleman that, that did it the other day, and he suggested I do the podcast on Lamotrigine. Uh, which is definitely a medication uh, I see in clinical practice from time to time. So this drug uh, is classified uh, primarily probably as an anticonvulsant. Uh, I would say the two most common indications I see it used for uh, are seizures or anticonvulsant activity there. Uh, the other one uh, is in bipolar disorder and, and particularly probably more common in uh, bipolar depression uh, in those type of patients. Mechanistically, how does this medication work? Okay, Lamotrigine or Lamictal by brand name um, works uh, primarily by blocking glutamate release in the central nervous system. And if you remember glutamate and what it does in the CNS, it's actually an excitatory neurotransmitter, which makes a lot of sense. If we're going to block something, uh, we'd want to, and prevent seizures, for example, we'd want to block an excitatory uh, neurotransmitter, which might increase the risk uh, for seizures. So ultimately, uh, what, what Lamotrigine does from a, you know, 30,000 foot view uh, is it really kind of settles down or calms down uh, the central nervous system. So again, those indications, uh, seizures, bipolar disorder, uh, rarely uh, I have seen it used in uh, headache prophylaxis, um, but that that's an off-label use and, and it's not very common. Uh, we've got a lot of other agents, you know, in the, the setting of migraine and things like that, uh, that we can and, and do utilize there sometimes. All right, let's talk about adverse effects. So most common adverse effects you're going to see are going to run in line with uh, CNS depressant type activity. So sedation, for example, um, possibly uh, some confusion, some dizziness, things like that. And those are generally dose dependent. So as you escalate the dose of the medication, uh, you're probably more likely to run into that. A GI upset. Uh, nausea, vomiting, that type of thing can happen as well, um, which is, you know, common to a lot of medications, but um, really the, the easiest way to pick that out is just the, the timing uh, of the, the medication there. Okay, and the hallmark uh, classic uh, drug adverse effect that you need to know with Lamotrigine is rash, okay? So it, it's not incredibly common, I would say, in clinical practice. However, 
uh, it can lead to a really, really severe type of rash and ultimately end up in Steven Johnson syndrome and potentially um, could be life-threatening. So there is a boxed warning on that potential adverse effect. And uh, I've actually seen it uh, one time in clinical practice. Um, what happened was, and, and I lay out this story in, in one of my books, uh, Pharmacotherapy, um, but basically what happened was a uh, patient was discharged from the hospital and they ended up having an incorrect medication list, an old medication list. And the patient ended up being started on lamotrigine, uh, 250 milligrams twice daily, which is a big dose, a relatively decent-sized dose. And lamotrigine requires this very slow dose titration. And the reason being for that is uh, to help reduce the risk of this severe rash occurring. Okay, So typically starting doses... Uh, is 25 milligrams once a day for two weeks, and then we go up to 50 milligrams once a day for two weeks, and so on and, and so forth. So again, two-week intervals between increases, and the patient case that I encountered, uh, this patient was actually started inadvertently in error on 250 milligrams twice daily because they had been on it in the past, and medication reconciliation wasn't done appropriately and that never got removed upon the admission. So a uh, couple of points there. Definitely remember the slow dose titration with lamotrigine, okay? Be careful about being aggressive. And the other point is, um, just a, a more generic point about all medications is the importance of getting that medication list right and appropriately discontinuing medications that have been uh, discontinued in the past and making sure that they don't come up later on, okay? So, so important uh, to get those meds right on transitions of care. I've seen so many mistakes uh, throughout clinical practice, and this example, um, I hope, highlights the uh, importance of that for sure. So if that rash is encountered, we need to discontinue the drug. Uh, if patients have been on lamotrigine for a long time and maybe they're on moderate to higher doses, uh, always recommended, you know, unless it's a severe, severe reaction, of course, um, but typically recommended to taper off slowly. And the reason being for that in something like seizures, if you cold turkey, stop that medication cold because you want to switch to something else, uh, we definitely run the risk of, of increased risk for seizures if we abruptly discontinue that medication. So uh, very, very important if we can, if there's um, if we're just switching drugs and there's no severe adverse effect, uh, to taper off of drugs uh, in general when, whenever possible. All right, so let's take a quick break from our sponsor and we'll finish up with drug interactions. If you're in the market for pharmacist board certification study material, such as BCPS, ambulatory care, geriatrics, MTM exam, or NAPLEX, definitely go check out meded101.com store. Uh, in addition to those resources, if you're a PA, nurse practitioner, nurse, med student, physician, uh, we've got books on case studies, clinical pearls, 
uh, things in clinical practice that you'll actually see out there. So um, definitely go check those out and you can actually get your first uh, book for free uh, if you've never been a uh, member of audible.com. Uh, we've got three currently, uh, three Audible books that you can get one of them absolutely for free. So uh, definitely go check out that that offer, uh, help support the sponsor. And um, you can find all those links uh, at meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. All right, finishing up on drug interactions. So first one that I have read case reports about is valproic acid, Okay. This is a well-known drug interaction. We need to be really careful with lamotrigine dosing and valproic acid. What happens is we get an increased risk for lamotrigine concentrations, and obviously what can happen is increased risk for that rash. So there's actually a recommended dosing titration for patients who are already on valproic acid, and it's a slower titration. Uh, because remember I said concentrations can can go up. So, uh, for example, the starting do- usual starting dose is 25 milligrams once a day. With valproic acid, we actually half that, and we do 25 milligrams every other day. Okay, so important to look that up if you've got a patient on valproic acid, and make sure you get that dose titration right. On the flip side, we've got some seizure medications. Uh, like valproic acid, but different from valproic acid in that they can lower concentrations of lamotrigine. And you may be able to guess these. These are your classic enzyme inducers. So uh, your carbamazepine, your phenytoin, these can lower those concentrations, and we might be able to get more aggressive with the starting dose of lamotrigine. Uh, Other drug interactions... um, common ones that that can occur, CNS depressant activity. Uh, So lamotrigine has that type of activity. And if we're adding other agents, uh, you know, your benzos, your, you know, older antihistamines, your opioids, alcohol, cannabinoids, all these medications have CNS depressant activity and could um, increase the risk for sedation and confusion and things along those lines. And then one last one uh, that I I did want to highlight was uh, estrogen therapy. So whether that's birth control or, you know, relief of of menopausal symptoms, we're using estrogen for that purpose. Uh, They do have the uh, potential to lower lamotrigine concentrations. So in a bipolar patient, in a seizure patient, um, you may run the risk of treatment failure in that setting. So uh, important to to think about and... um, Uh, recognize some of these drug interactions, particularly if you have a patient that uh, is, uh, you know, potentially experiencing adverse effects or they're potentially encountering uh, treatment failure, depending upon what the the drugs are going to do there to the concentrations. All right, so I think that wraps it up for today. Uh, Go to reallifepharmacology.com, get your free 31-page PDF on the top 200 drugs. It's a great little study guide if you're preparing for board exams or just need a refresher or something you want to give to students on rotation. Um, I I laid out the most important clinical pearls that you're tested on uh, and that you might see in clinical practice. If you enjoyed the show, leave a rating review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Uh, And of course, always feel free to share us with uh, nursing students, med students, pharmacy students, 
um, and help them get a better understanding of important things surrounding medications. All right, well, I am going to sign off for today. You can track me down on LinkedIn, like I mentioned, uh, Eric Christensen, PharmD, or send me an email at mededucation101 at gmail.com. In addition, thank you in advance for supporting the sponsor, meded101.com. Helps keep this podcast free and educational for all to enjoy. Take care, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.